This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If it's Friday in America, it must be time for a Bent News update on the Dark Duck Media Network. I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And you know, Marcus, when you need to know... You you must get that. Far be it for me to get my music news from CNN, but it was breaking news there this week that Billy Joel has announced the end of his amazing run at Madison Square Garden coming up in the new year. I can't believe he's pulling the plug, but he's had such a long and fantastic career. I guess at some point you realize, hey, I got to stop doing this. And it's sad because he's released so much great music and his live shows have made so many people so happy over the decades. When all you got to do is hop a chopper in to make Madison Square Garden cash once a month and you don't feel like doing that, you know it's time to hang it up. There's no way to estimate the number of people he's made smile in his career. And we say thank you, Billy Joel, and play whenever you want after this. More news out of New York. The heartbeat of hip-hop celebrating where? Yankee Stadium. The 50th anniversary of hip-hop celebrated by the royalty of the genre in the Bronx. Where it happened, right? Absolutely, and this is going to be one hell of a show. Look at some of the people that are performing. You have Snoop Dogg, you have Lil Wayne, you have Run DMC, you know Chuck D is going to be there. Yeah, he's probably going to be running the show, right? Yep, Ice Cube, I'm sure the cats from Wu-Tang will be around. It's going to be an insane show, and it will be high voltage for sure. The cats just hanging around on the edge watching would be enough to fill a stadium. This is going to be an unprecedented gathering, and I can't wait to see it all. Yankee Stadium, August 11th. Be there if you're lucky. Marcus, remember a while back we were talking about Starfleet? That time Brian May and Eddie Van Halen and a few other people got together for some sessions? I do remember that. Something told me this was in the works, and now we know that it will be released on July 14th as a two-CD, vinyl, single, and LP deluxe box set, Starfleet. The lineup's pretty crazy. Brian May, Eddie Van Halen, those two guys playing guitar, Alan Gratzer, Phil Chen, Fred Mandel. I want to hear this. And speaking of Queen, in the process of going through Freddie's stuff, They've unearthed the original notes and ideas for the lyrics for Bohemian Rhapsody, which Freddie was going to call Mongolian Rhapsody. I don't know when all that changed, but they found this in his estate. Yeah, it's really cool what people are finding. And when you find lyrics like this, to see how the song evolved from what it was originally supposed to be is really, really cool. And I'm curious as to who the person was that helped... uh, motivate the change i don't know but it's pretty stark in places like this line mama there's a war began i've got to leave tonight i've got to stand and fight instead of mama i just killed a man the line that we know things like that all part of it you can find it online we'll put a link up on our website or wherever you get this episode
You know what's wild about that aspect of that song with the operatic aspect? There's a lot of killing and death in the stories of operas that are sung. So, Very true, my friend. Marcus, something is about to happen, and it's hard to believe that it's true, that it's never happened before. Brian Eno embarking on a short solo tour. Can you believe he's never done a solo flight? I had no idea, and those people in Europe are very lucky they get to see this cat do a solo tour. Maybe make your travel plans around October 21st if you're going to Venice, or October 24th if you plan to visit Berlin. Or the 30th if you plan on spending Halloween in the UK. And don't skip over Paris on October 26th, or Utrecht in the Netherlands on the 28th. It's going to be a rare treat for any fan of the man. I guess over on this side of the pond, we can look for YouTube video, hopefully. Hey, we were talking about that big party for the 50th anniversary of hip-hop at Yankee Stadium. Chuck D is getting ready to narrate an audible series, kind of like a podcast, about hip-hop South Bronx origins. And I can't wait to hear it in his voice gonna be magic man i'm gonna be listening to this one for sure i love chuck d's voice updates and drama in the slipknot posse marcus i know you've been keeping up with this first we heard the clown was going to sit out on upcoming dates because of a family issue without more details we know that it hits close to home because it's his wife and i think any fan of the knot would be like clown stay home and take care of yours we'll catch you next time But that's only one part of what happened this week. There was a social media post that Craig Jones was going to leave, one of the uh, key members for a long time, right? And then suddenly the post disappeared. But it looks like he's leaving too. At a recent live show, there was a different masked sampler on stage. Hmm. Stay tuned to the Bent News Update. We'll figure it out, and then we'll tell you what we know. (laughs) can we (laughs) if you want to know everything you need to know about parliament funkadelic p-funk and all the derivatives it's the authorized p-funk song reference official written by former p-funk keyboardist daniel bedrosian with the george clinton household seal of approval man that's cool get it if you need to know everything there is to know Unexpected sad news this week, Marcus, about somebody that we both really enjoy, his music and his outlook on life. Mike Ness of Social Distortion announcing that he has stage one, fortunately, tonsil cancer, which I've never heard of before. I'm glad they caught it at stage one at early level because it will allow for the radiation to be more effective and whatever other treatment he is going under as well to be more effective because again when you catch cancer early it is easier to beat mike says we expect a full recovery enabling me to live a long and productive life let's dig into the tour schedules because there's a lot going on top of the stack The full list of Foo Fighters Australian and New Zealand tour dates. We gave you a partial list, but that's all we had last week. Starting November 29th in Perth, December 2nd in Adelaide, Melbourne on December 4th, Sydney on the 9th, Brisbane on the 12th, and then in January, it's over to New Zealand on the 20th in Auckland, 24th in Christchurch, and the 27th in Wellington. Tool! 
dropping a big string of North American dates on everybody this week, too, Marcus. I saw this list. It is huge. They begin their tour October 3rd in Loveland, Colorado, and they wrap it up the 21st of November with two nights in Toronto. Another band we've been missing and we talked about last week on the Bent News Update, Queens of the Stone Age now announcing their The End Is Nero Tour. (laughs) I'm excited for this tour. They've got a stop in our city of Philadelphia on August 8th. They begin their tour the 3rd of August in Sterling Heights, Michigan. They wrap it up October 8th at Sacramento's Aftershock Festival. A nice long run for them in support of a new album, Fantagram and The Arm will be supporting the band, as will the Viagra Boys and Jenny Beth in some stops as well. They're getting ready to set it off in Europe for the month of June into July. See them if you can. It's been a while. Also dropping in our lap this week, North American Dates for the Darkness. Didn't see that coming. I'm excited for them. They're a band that my wife really likes, and I think we're going to go see them on this tour. They begin October 3rd in San Francisco, California at the Masonic, and they wrap up at the legendary 930 Club in Washington, D.C. on October 22nd. Stad Loss in the songwriting world, one of the giants, Cynthia Weil, who was married to Barry Mann. Together, those two wrote so many amazing songs stylistically genre wise they wrote everything for all kinds of people they wrote you've lost that loving feeling he's so shy kicks here you come again uptown walking in the rain some big hits from those two cynthia Weil was 82. now i don't consider george winston to be a rock and roller And he never considered himself to be a new age artist or anything like that. He was a jazz piano great. He died this week at age 73 after a decade-long battle with cancer. I don't know about you, Marcus, but Winston's music was the first time that this young rocker found something to just put on the stereo and totally fucking chill. And he will be missed. For me, the sound of the song The Girl from Ipanema is a part of growing up. And a part of that song passed this week. Astrid Gilberto died at age 83. Iconic, wouldn't you say? Definitely. It's a song that was played in my family as well. And I just found out recently that she had big ties to Philadelphia and in fact lived here. Astrid Gilberto died in Philadelphia. She had a long history with the city. Also this week, the passing of Tony McPhee, of the British blues rock band, the Groundhogs, they were kind of influential on a lot of what was going on in that scene with Fleetwood Mac and the other white boys playing the blues in England. He was 79, and he died this week from complications from a fall last year. This came across the Bent Newswire this morning. Jack Lee from the band The Nerves, who you may not know at first glance, passed away after a lengthy battle with colon cancer. He was only 71. 
And you know his song, Hanging on the Telephone, made famous by Blondie. He formed the Nerves with Peter Case, who went on to have a great solo career back in the 70s. But this is what he's best known for. And we lost him this week. I urge all of you to get checked for colon cancer. I am only here today because of colonoscopy. Our episode about Pearl Jam and released it last week. And already we have an episode update. And this time, this time we didn't fuck something up, Marcus. Oh, no. Something happened, right? What happened? Right after we released the episode, Pearl Jam announced that their new album is, quote, close to the finish line without any further information except for that they've been working with Andrew Watt, and apparently it's been going pretty well. Happy to hear that. I'm excited to hear new music from Pearl Jam. I really like Gigaton. I know you were a big fan of Gigaton as well, so I'm curious to see what direction this band goes in. Always the question with our boys in Pearl Jam. Monday. It's all about the kinks, the music, the history. It's a lot of fun, Marcus, and we really, really had fun putting this episode together. Absolutely. The kinks have a very rich and interesting story, and their music, impactful, influential, part of the British invasion. I love the kinks. So, yes, we are excited to share this with you. Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. And that's going to do it for this Bent News update on the Bent News Network, a product of Dark Duck Media on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And when you need to know... Get Bent.